IELTS Test Prepcast, episode 12. I'm Steve Price. I'm the founder of the Pass IELTS Higher website, which was started in late 2010 and has been successfully helping students achieve higher band scores since. Andrea Price currently lives and works in London, teaching IELTS. She has been teaching the subject at home and abroad for over 20 years. And now for today's IELTS lesson. Hello, today we're going to talk about signpost words and Andrea's with me and she's going to explain their use. But uh, it's going to be useful for IELTS candidates in their preparation to be aware of signpost words and how to use them. So, we're looking at signpost words today. A knowledge of signpost words is very important in the arts listening exam. The reason for this is that when you're listening to a speaker, that speaker will signal the stages of their talk or use the signpost words to highlight the fact that useful information is about to be introduced. In the listening exam, these words usually help you to realise that the answer you're waiting for is coming. The awareness of signpost words can also be applied to the IELTS skill of reading too, by focusing your attention on the information which is coming and which will have the answer you require. You can use signpost words in your arts writing and speaking exams as well, not only to signal a change, but also to make your writing and speaking more complex and thus encourage examiners to give you a higher band score and obviously signpost words make your speaking or your writing more sequential and logical as well. In this arts prep cast, we are focusing the use of signpost words in the arts listening exam. What are examples of signpost words? Each type of signpost word has a reason for being in the sentence. We have already discussed the way in which a good speaker will signal the stages of his talk and there are signpost words to show each stage in a talk or the sequence of the speaker's ideas. The stages of a talk. If you're introducing a talk, you might say, today I'm going to introduce the topic of... or firstly, we will look at... or first of all... The next section you will introduce by saying, secondly, we will discuss following this, then, finally, and lastly. These expressions are guiding you easily through each section or idea of the talk, making its contents easy to follow too. Here's an example of more complex sequencing of a talk. I'm about to read a script of a podcast given on childhood obesity. Note the way in which the speaker uses the sentences at the beginning of each stage to both introduce the stage and to link each section to previous sections and to sections following. In a recent report, 2010, by the University of Bristol on child obesity, the report claims that 40% 40 of children in the Northern American and Western European world health organisation region are predicted to be obese or overweight. Parents of such children have every cause to be concerned as obesity can adversely affect all organs of the body resulting in symptoms such as hypertension, liver problems, diabetes and many more including psychosocial disorders. 
The main causes of obesity are living on junk food and a sedentary lifestyle. However, once the problem is established, then the child needs motivation from within. Hypnosis can help by reprogramming the child's subconscious mind into wanting to lose weight for their own benefit. And this hypnosis script download can help you to help the children involved. So here are some examples from the talk on child obesity. In the introduction, obese children are mentioned. In paragraph two, the speaker talks about the parents of such children. Such children links back to the children mentioned in the introduction. In paragraph two, we also see a reference to obesity and its symptoms. So again, the obesity is linking back to paragraph one or the introduction. In paragraph three, the link that is used is the main causes, and those main causes are the symptoms in paragraph two. In paragraph three, again, a reference is made to motivation from within. This focuses the li listener's attention on paragraph four, which talks about hypnosis that can help by reprogramming the child's subconscious mind. Again, the child's subconscious mind links back to paragraph three, the motivation from within. So that you see a, a good piece of writing will link backwards and forwards by using words from one paragraph in another or paraphrases of those words. Okay, and, and to, the, to the listener or to the reader, that means that um, it's a more interesting and compelling uh, read or, or uh, listen. Yeah. yeah, yes, and uh, the reason that these links are useful is that they usually will be um, helping you focus on the answers to the questions. Okay. So, we ha also have uh, signpost words that show an opposite idea. Other expressions to listen for are ones which tell you that a completely different idea is being introduced. These expressions are very important as what follows is usually the answer to your question. Learning English in England is extremely beneficial, although it can be very expensive. So first of all, we're saying that learning English in England is good. However, there's an opposite idea. It can be expensive, although it can be very expensive. What is a disadvantage of coming to England to learn the language? There are two halves to this sentence, and although it's used as a, to signal a contrasting idea to the one in the first half of the sentence, it can be very expensive. Other examples of signpost words to show a contrasting idea are, despite being a vegetarian, my husband has been known to eat meat. Note the grammar here. We use despite plus what is called the gerund. The gerund is a verb which is used as a noun and it's made into a noun by adding ing to the main part of the verb. So here it's being, so the verb is be and it becomes a noun by adding ing. And despite being has the same meaning as he is a vegetarian but, and there are other words by way of contrast or in contrast or conversely. 
Many people in the Western world believe that eating full-fat dairy products is good for you. By way of contrast, in countries such as China, you will not find any dairy products included in the daily diet. That's just showing an opposite idea or an opposite approach. Okay, so what we've been hearing is uh, to make the English uh, a little bit more interesting, to make it a lot more cohesive, uh, that we can use signing within the writing and speaking that we're doing. And, and that is actually uh, helping to focus on the topic in question. And for, as you mentioned earlier, from an IELTS candidate point of view, uh, what that allows uh, the, the student to do is to um, readily identify where the potential answers for their questions are going to be. Yes, okay. so you mentioned speaking and writing, and obviously this help comes from the listening and the reading which yeah. hopefully you recycle and just recycle your knowledge. Okay, and uh, you used a good example there uh, of, of an opposite idea, or rather a question that leads from the fact that there are op opposite ideas in, in, in a, uh, a passage, uh, where you asked what is the disadvantage of coming? So, so the student would have to go and look for uh, a, sign word, uh, a, a signpost word which, uh, and in this case it was although, uh, and that, that expressed a, a, a negative uh, element of or aspect to whatever was being said. And in this instance, it was, uh, it was uh, you, you had the positive, English, uh, English in England is, uh, learning English in England is very beneficial, and the negative was that although it can be very expensive. So yeah. the question, uh, what is a disadvantage, drives the student to looking for the negative element of it. Yeah, exactly. And if you're aware of that sort of thing, that's going to help you, especially with the... Um, questions like the true, false and not given questions. So it will help you think probably of the, the false answers. Okay. <clears throat> okay, there are lots of words which show a contrast and here are some more. Many students study hard to achieve their IELTS certificate. Nevertheless, they still do not achieve the score they need because they do not know approaches to help them. So that means they're studying hard there is a problem. The problem is that um, it, it's not helping sometimes because they need to know more information. Another one is, having stopped eating all sugary foods to help me lose weight, this didn't work. So, instead, I successfully tried eating less and exercising more. Instead, again, is showing an opposite approach. So, no, no eating sugary foods didn't work. Another way, an opposite way, eating less, exercising more. Some signpost words are used to give reasons. So we've got the expression because of, and the minute you see a preposition in English, so of is the preposition, you know that a verb that follows that will take the ing form. It becomes a gerund, and a gerund is a noun with an ing form. Pollution is rising because of the fact that society is not controlling its disposal of waste. So here you see another, you have to be aware of the grammar of these signpost words, and this is a second kind of grammar, because may also be followed by the subject noun plus the verb, uh, which you introduce with um, 
the fact that society is not controlling its disposal of waste. So if, um, uh, I guess another way of saying that sentence might be pollution is rising despite the fact that uh, society is attempting to control its disposal of waste, um, which is a, a different way of saying uh, the, s the same sort of thing, um, but it's, a, I guess, another example of of how you're using signpost words to give reasons. Yes, and you've also introduced another kind of signpost word, and the reason why they're different is the way you use the grammar. So you said despite the fact that, we, we, if we use despite without the fact that, you know that the next word that comes has to be a verb with an ing form or the gerund. But if you use despite the fact that, then you need a sentence to follow that. So a subject, a verb, and maybe the, the next bit, the object. I see. So had I said, despite society not controlling its disposal of waste, that, 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 that would have been a, perhaps a better example uh, to underpin what to, the, the point you were making earlier. Um, yes, I, not necessarily a better example, they're just different kinds of grammar and the, the students mix those up because they don't realise that each of the signpost words has its own gra grammatical rule to go with it. Okay. Another one is, <coughs> for this reason, modern technology is causing obesity in children. For this reason, parents should control their children's use of this technology. And then that's a very blatant um, way to suggest a reason because you're just saying that in the sentence. Signpost words also add extra information. Things like besides plus the gerund or the noun with the verb in the ing form plus the subject noun plus the verb. In addition is another one. Transport is becoming very expensive in London besides becoming much less convenient. So you see that besides is followed by the verb with the ing form, besides plus gerund. Or we might say besides the fact that it is, be, it is much less convenient and then you need the subject noun and the verb. He had eaten four cakes already. He ate a fifth one besides. And this one now means extra, this is extra. So he'd eaten four and he ate another one, an extra one. When the host asked him if he wanted another cake, he declined. Besides, he'd eaten four already. And that means for that reason. Signpost words are extra information. So words such as furthermore, this can go at the beginning, the middle or the end of a sentence and is separated by commas. Plus, you need the subject noun and the verb. The government rarely changes policies to benefit the poor. It, and then furthermore, is in the middle of that sentence, so it has to have a comma on either side. It, comma, furthermore, comma, introduces new policies that make poor people's lives harder. Similarly means in the same way. The Spanish climate is exceedingly hot and dry in the summer. Italy's climate is similarly hot and dry in the summer. So Italy's climate is much the same as the Spanish climate. Ah, okay, so um, this has been a, a very helpful lesson for the students. Uh, so what we've learned today is that uh, the students should be aware of signpost words and should 
uh, attempt to uh, uh, to use them in their in their writing uh, and in their speaking. And uh, what this will do is it, it will enable them to uh, link link their writing and speaking together in a in a slightly more complex way. Yeah. Uh, and um, in in a more natural way, the way that uh, native speakers would would uh, typically use, and that the signpost words themselves can be used to show a contrast. Um, so they can show a, a sort of positive and a negative, or an A and a B, but also they can be used to signal the use of reasons for something. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, finally, I think we covered the use of the signpost words to add in extra information. Uh, and to, to signpost to the reader or the listener that extra information is coming as well. Yeah. So uh, I think in terms of what we were trying to achieve for uh, today's lesson, I think we've, we've covered that. And I'm, I'm sure there's much more we can talk about with uh, signpost words. So uh, I've no doubt we'll be returning to the topic at some point in the future. But I think for the purpose of today's lesson, uh, I think uh, we'll, say, we'll say goodbye today. Okay, bye-bye. You've been listening to the IELTS Test Prepcast, which provides three free IELTS lessons for candidates aiming for IELTS band scores 7, 8 or 9. Subscribe to this Prepcast in iTunes or download it from our website, www.ieltstestprepcast.com. Hello, everybody, and sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to mention a few things that can help you, all right? So I want to help as many of you as possible. You can get a free 30-minute check of your English level, your OET, IELTS, or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me. If you're trying to pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas. You would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. And check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching and would like to discuss your plans, then you can hit me up over at initial-impact.com. But both of those sites, the links take you to the same end result, which is a booking page for 30 minutes free of charge to book your session, time and date you pick on Zoom. Also, if you're doing IELTS and OET and you would like help with your written or speaking tasks too, and you don't or can't have time to book a session with me in person on a live call, which again, I can do. You can get live one-to-one -one coaching on Zoom anytime you like. But if it's hard for you, then take advantage of my IELTS and OET written and spoken task service, which means that you buy credits, 10 credits, 10 tasks, and you can submit your spoken audio files to me for critique and review, and then I will respond within 36 hours with a full review of your transcript and to tell you where you sounded good, where it fell down, and the corrections, okay? And um, for your written IELTS and OET, again, you can select all the tasks on my booking site, which the links are all uh, all available. If you just go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, you can find all of these services there and follow the links. And what you'll be able to do is get a response from me within 36 hours with correction of your written task. And then you get a chance to do it again with the corrections I've suggested. And I will also expand and give some other native phrases you might like to consider. So you're going to find out how to make yourself sound better, to hit the magical number um, that you need to get for a word count, pass and get the higher grade, and also how to expand your sentences and create essays because many students are struggling to know even how to, to create an academic layout of an essay. Um, you're going to fall down there too. 
when it comes to OET, it's slightly different, but the same process applies. We look at how you structure those referral letters and how you uh, write the client and the patient notes. Okay, so it's very specific depending on whether it's OET or IELTS. Um, I do it all. Me and my team, we are here to help you. Okay, so don't hesitate to reach out. And of course, please, 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 if you'd like to purchase any books, then you can get that from the bookstore links. Again, you'll find those all on the site. So good luck, everybody, and hope to help you soon.